Hello, and welcome to Synity's first ever global virtual summit. A summit is by definition a forum for us to convene in order to dialogue and share regarding a common cause. For this summit, we have brought together industry leaders, experts, and practitioners to discuss the role of data in the context of business, hence our theme, where business and data converge. I am Leonard McGanza, Chief Customer Officer at Synity. At Synity, we solve complex data challenges in order to keep supply chains running, improve cash liquidity or margins, meet compliance demands, and more. We are pleased to showcase a group of industry and business leaders from Unilever, SAP, Sensing, and some of our own Synity experts to share and exchange their insights on data transformations, CDO perspectives, context computing, data management, why purpose matters, and even roundtables where you can help set the agenda. Our next session features a business operating in over 100 countries, which is doing just that. Join us with Vivek, Global Head of Purpose and Brand Experience at SAP, as he shares SAP's journey on becoming a purpose-driven organization. SAP is an iconic company who have taken purpose to new heights. And to you, Vivek. Hi, everyone. My name is Vivek Bapat. I'm with SAP and I lead our purpose and brand experience team. Thank you, Zarina, so much for inviting me. It's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to be here with you today to share some thoughts about purpose in your virtual summit. What I'm gonna to try to do is to give you a little bit of context on why purpose has been important thus far and why it's becoming even more important today. Give you a little sense of uh, what it is that we are doing specifically within SAP in terms of evolving the strategy around purpose and making this something which is central to the way that we engage with customers um, and, and you know, the way that we conduct business. And I also give you a few examples specifically on how we're responding to the COVID-19 crisis related to purpose. And last year, close to 93% of Fortune 500 CEOs said that corporations should not just focus on profits, but they should focus on both purpose and profits simultaneously. This was also supported by a statement made by more than 100 CEOs from the Business Roundtable uh, that suggested that it was time for business to not just serve the interests of their shareholders, but also expand the service to the global stakeholder ecosystem that they work with within. Now more than ever, COVID-19 has created a moment of truth for corporate culture. And, if and focusing on the company's purpose and values is really gonna be sort of the, the North Star for you to make the right decisions during this crisis. The analogy like, that I like to give in this type of situation is the following. If, if you're in a, automobile, in a car race, for instance, um, races are often won and lost on the turns. So it's really, I think, in this moment of truth is where we will begin to see brands and companies begin to separate themselves from the rest of the pack. And not only will they claim a competitive advantage today, but they'll continue to maintain that competitive advantage um, you know, sustainably over time. Uh, post the crisis as well. Now, in terms of looking at the, the overall landscape around purpose, uh, in my perspective, in my opinion, there are really three types of companies. Some companies are born with purpose as part of their founding. And many companies that you might see um, you know, and recognize uh, that are born in purpose, one great example is, is uh, Tom's Shoes. 
where the company was born with the intent of donation of issues to people in need. Other companies have purpose thrust upon them. So in, in this particular example, if you look back at you know, what is happening at, at, in this moment of time, there are examples of uh, the French manufacturer, Louis Vuitton, for instance, completely moving their production away from perfumes and moving them into creating and, and producing dis disinfectants. Uh, you see similar sort of things happening within the United States where General Motors is now beginning to, to produce um, ventilators that are uh, important part of the recovery process. And then the third category of companies are companies that were founded in purpose, but they continue to evolve and discover new ways of demonstrating their purpose along the way. And the way uh, in, in this particular regard, when you look at SAP um, and the journey that we have seen um, on our, on our uh, the, the way that we view purpose, um, we've basically been evolving into a purpose-driven company over the last 48 years. So what we have done, for instance, is um, the company was founded uh, specifically in terms of helping uh, manage data and processes. So really what we were founded on the basis was trying to solve specific problems um, that were geared towards technology leaders. Um, over time, what we discovered was that there was a need for businesses to begin to standardize their processes, particularly when globalization hit in the late 1980s. And so what we saw was that uh, the reason why we existed, the reason why we were doing the things that we were doing were all about helping businesses begin to run better and run at their best. And over time, what we said was, because we were touching such a vast number of companies that were globalized across the world, we were actually touching close to 77% of the world's transaction revenue. We, you know, we were increasing sort of the, the scope in terms of where our customers were situated to well over 180 countries. And our, our workforce represented more than 150 nationalities. We felt that not only were we focused on helping businesses run better, but we were also helping through those businesses, we were helping the world run better. And once the, 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 the revolution in terms of consumerization of technology hit, um, somewhere around 2008, 2009, the social, mobile, cloud, and analytics, uh, uh, sort of, you know, these technologies, these forces all came together. We knew that it wasn't enough to just exist to help companies run better or the world run better, but it was also important for us to help these companies improve the lives of their customers and consumers that, and citizens that they touched. So if you look at the evolution of SAP's purpose, it's been over a long period of time. And today, today our purpose and our vision statement is helping the world run better and improving people's lives. So the point of showing, sharing this sort of history with you is that there's always an evolution. Uh, it's not a purpose and a vision statement isn't necessarily always something that's fixed in time. And there's always room to improve and grow the purpose statement according to the state of the business as well as the state of the world that you're operating in. The one thing that is very, very hard to do once you have identified the reason why you exist by asking the question why, once you have the vision statement is, how do you actually lead with purpose um, within the company and within the ecosystem that you exist in on all aspects of the business? And so one of the things that we did was we, we basically said, well, we've answered the question why, but now what we have to do is to do the really hard work of saying, well, what are we going to do and how are we going to measure it? How are we going to actually 
demonstrate that our brand and our purpose is distinctive enough, for instance, and that our products and services are also created and delivered with a sense of purpose um, that guides the company. And then how do we actually work with our customers, our employees, and our broader ecosystem to make sure that the engagement that we have with all of these representatives is also 100% in line with the purpose and the vision that we have set, about, set aside, or rather set up. Um, so really what we did was, in terms of framing the strategy behind this and making sure that this wasn't just a slogan, uh, we, we spent a lot of time thinking through some of these questions. So what were the qualified outcomes? What was the distinctive positioning? You know, how would we differentiate ourselves in the market? What, how would this actually be a central part of the brand proposition? How would this guide the development of new products and services? How would this actually in, be enforceable in terms of the way that we would interact with our customers and partners? What would it mean to employees? And how would we make this something that, you know, employees not only care about, but they live, live the purpose of the company every single day? And not only that, that it aligned with their own personal purpose. And then, of course, how could we create an ecosystem where it wasn't just about SAP doing certain things for customers, but also taking that approach where we would actually convene our entire ecosystem to be able to solve certain types of problems that everybody cared about. The, the way that we crafted uh, sort of this opportunity along all of these seven questions that I've outlined here is we used a common framework using the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals as the organizing principle. As many of you might be aware, there are 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals um, that are shown on this slide. So they range from things like uh, no poverty, uh, you know, to quality education, gender equality, um, you know, and so on and so forth, right? You can, I'm not going to read all of them on the chart, but these are some of the biggest goals that the United Nations has identified as the goals that we need to achieve as a society in terms of, a, to, of, of, of meeting some of the broader objectives by 2030. Now, it's important to know that these goals aren't silos within themselves, and there's a lot of interdependency across these goals. So what we did was we basically said, let's use this as a common framework in order to figure out where SAP and our ecosystem uh, can play to our strengths and how we can differentiate the best in the market. What I'd call is a qualitative and quantitative process in order to determine what the business alignment was. It's very, very important to make sure that purpose and your vision is 100% aligned uh, with your business. Uh, and, and so we went through uh, this type of an assessment where we asked some questions specific, specifically about you know, what types of products do we have? Do our core products support some of the claims that we want to make in the market and some of the, some of the problems that we want to solve? Um, which industries that we serve care about this particular topic? Is there a, is there a broad set of customers, for instance, um, that, that have recognized and have stated this as a common problem that we want to solve? So we went through this analysis. We went through basically looking at representatives from across the entire company. We talked to a lot of industry analysts who are experts in this particular arena. We also talked to customers and we came up with a way to identify uh, the, the biggest priorities on, uh, related to purpose in terms of the, the best alignment and the closest alignment to our business. Now, one of the things we did was we said that, you know, just given the size and the scale and the reach of SAP, the, the big advantage that we have is 
just like you know working with partners uh, such as such as you that it's not enough for us to simply be in a position where we're doing purpose related activities for our stakeholders but it's really really important to move to a, to a concept of shared value where we are co-creating innovation and we are actually creating new solutions with our stakeholders so this idea of actually moving from a company that's only doing things for customers, the traditional things like CSR, for instance, um, and some of the other more philanthropic activities associated with purpose, I think it's table stakes. We obviously do all of those things, but we feel like for us, the value is really on the shared, on the aspect of shared purpose, where we can start co-innovating and co-developing new solutions uh, with our ecosystem of customers, partner influencers, innovators, um, you know, and, and thought leaders in the field. Uh, we have the ability, the unique ability, I should say, in order to be able to bring all, all of these partners and players together and convene um, really sort of a unified force across multiple disciplines to be able to solve these problems in a meaningful, different way. So um, that particular aspect of moving from for to with or moving to a, to a concept of shared value gave rise to a few things that we have just recently launched. So for instance, um, just about three weeks ago, we launched a virtual series that, is, that we are calling SAP Purpose Network Live, where what we are doing is we're convening all of these thought leaders, influencers, and customers, and partners, and employees, obviously, of SAP, to focus on some of these United Nations Sustainable Development Goals that I just alluded to earlier. So each one of these themes, each one of these topics is covered end-to-end, the focus over the last three, three weeks and continuing forward is going to be related specifically on issues um, that pertaining to the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we've seen a tremendous response on this. Uh, so just for instance, in the last uh, two and a half weeks or so, uh, we've run about 15 to 17 sessions and we've had more than 2,500 registrants uh, join in and the number keeps growing every day. Uh, we've also introduced this idea of hackathons where we're inviting customers and partners to participate in solving very specific problems related to how we can, you know, uh, coding related to the flattening of the curve, um, some, of the, some of the topics related to discovery of um, new solutions on helping, um, you know, helping, uh, I would say, uh, get, you know, equipment, for instance, that is required at the time that it's required in, in, in places. Uh, very, very quickly. Um, so we have a number of these hackathons set up. Uh, we have a number of these conversations. Uh, I'd encourage any of you to go check them out. Uh, even if you can't join an event live, the recordings of all of these things are available for you to, to take a look. The other, um, the other thing that we did over the last uh, few weeks, maybe five or six weeks ago, was we came up with uh, free product offers that were specifically geared to helping customers navigate the COVID-19 crisis. And so the, the big areas that we focused on obviously were, was that we know that this had to be relevant to the times that we live in, right? And so most of the solutions are, the solutions are focused on uh, people, uh, they're, they're focused on supply chain, which obviously uh, Synity is, you know, playing a huge role in, um, in terms of the solutions that you're delivering into the market. Uh, we're also delivering solutions related to business, citizen and consumer insights and helping our customers with specific products related to business continuity. So one of the things we also felt which was very important was that many of our customers and partners 
um, as everybody knows, um, you know, with offices being closed, are working remote. And so we created a campaign with one of our partners, Thrive Global, in which um, we provided resources, both from SAP and Thrive Global, to help employees who are, um, who are, who are now faced with the situation of working from home, having to deal with having children, you know, uh, not going to school and in the house, uh, having to deal with issues like loneliness and mental health and so on and so forth. We came up with resources and tools to support remote workers. And in addition, we also offered a, um, a solution through Qualtrics, which was known as the Remote Work Pulse Survey that has been offered for free. And thousands of companies have been using that particular tool in order to gain, gain sentiment of how their workers, how, company, how workers and employees within their own companies are actually feeling so that they can provide the types of services that, that are specific uh, to those organizations directly. Another good example is how um, we were able to use the power of personal networks combined with digital technology in order to serve the needs of a client who was looking to secure 500 hospital beds. And we were able to actually do this in record time using the Ariba Marketplace tool. Uh, so Richard Prim, who is the account executive, basically opened up the Ariba SAP Marketplace to source um, you know, beds for, for this particular client. And normally, something that would have taken days or in fact even weeks given the high demand on this particular issue, uh, the fact that we were able to do that in just under 30 minutes was absolutely amazing. So there are so many other examples that I could give, but in the interest of time, I just wanted to share these four or five different ways in which uh, we're actually bringing purpose to life in a very meaningful way, solving our customers' needs, helping, um, you know, looking at the customer needs, not just from a technology perspective, but from a work and life perspective. And we've done a number of different things um, in addition to what I've just shared with you here today. So in conclusion, here are a few thoughts that I'll leave you behind with. First, purpose is not a slogan. It's not a campaign. It's all about values. And it's about your personal values. So really what, what purpose is all about is a value system that you create, you believe in, and that you reflect your most authentic self. Once you've done that, we know that purpose should guide some of the biggest and the toughest decisions that you will have to make as a business. And once you do that successfully, that's when purpose really becomes part of the culture. I'm so proud to partner with Synity because I know that we share the same purpose-driven culture. I know that you're part of our ecosystem. By working together, as we've already seen on a number of different topics that are relevant to the times that mean a lot to our customers, specifically, for instance, business issues related to supply chain, business continuity, and people-related topics, I know that what we are doing together is really reflecting our most authentic and best selves as we navigate through this crisis together. And as part of that, what I want to do is I want to invite others, come join SAP and Synity in this purpose-driven movement, become part of the SAP Purpose Network, and let's actually begin to join forces, begin to solve some of these challenging issues that we know aren't, aren't here just today, but we know we're going to have some bigger challenges as we move into the future as well. So thank you so much. Thrilled to be part of this summit, and I wish you all the best. 
Thank you, Vivek, for that inspiring session. Our last session for the day is a live moderated session with some of our experts around the world. Thank <laughs> you.